Um, yeah, just how are you feeling before we begin? Um, really good. I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling uh, blessed to be on your podcast. I mean, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. You know, I'm really excited to have you. Mm-hmm. And welcome back, everybody, to all our listeners. This is a very special episode because it is with my soul sister, Julia. And just pulling up her bio, Julia, she uses pronouns she and her And she is a youth mental health advocate who works on the communications team at Foundry and is fascinated by all things psychology. She is passionate about writing, music, and climate conservation, as well as building leadership skills in young people who want to make a change. Welcome, Julia. Thank you so much, Jeannie. Thank you so much for having me. It is really amazing to be on this podcast. I love uh, your organization. I love all the work you guys do. And, and your previous podcasts have just blown me away. So thank you so much for allowing me the space to be on here. Um, and today, what is our topic? We are going to be talking about mental health and the environment, which is something that's super exciting since we're both very passionate about mental health and the climate and the natural environment. So, you know, this is going to be a very exciting podcast. I have a very good feeling about this. You know, let's just jump straight into it. All right. So uh, one thing is certain, our mental health and the environment around us are very intimately connected. And spending time in nature has been scientifically proven to have many benefits, including increasing serotonin production. And so serotonin is the hormone in our brains that is responsible for feelings of happiness. And so being in nature and taking care of nature can lift your mood. It can also reduce your stress and anger levels. It can broaden your perspective on conflicts and dilemmas and raise your self-esteem. And many people surveyed in research have said that it helps to instill gratitude and gratitude groundedness as well. That's one of probably something that's really important to know um, because a lot of the times we see online that it's important to take a walk outside and spend time in nature, but we don't see the facts behind it. And in fact, there is a lot of research into ecotherapy, which is a form of treatment centered around activities and healing in nature. And I mean, it has revealed that uh, it's very effective in helping certain mental illnesses like major depressive disorder, anxiety disorders, and seasonal affective disorder. So not only does it just give you an amazing feeling, it's also proven to objectively help a lot uh, with improving mental health. That is so brilliantly said and so much just new things that I think that our society needs to be a bit more aware about especially in regards to you know serotonin and just like you know biologically speaking that it does improve your mood and help with different uh, mental issues inside your head and just uh, lifting your mood I think that's very important that we explore this further and just have this widely implemented. I know definitely a term or just like something that's common in Japan is forest bathing. And it's basically when you go out to nature, ideally around trees and just greenery, just so you're able to take a walk for like 15 minutes or something just to soak in not just like vitamin D from the sun, but also, you know, engage with the natural environment as well. Here in the Western world, we really should learn from these ancient techniques of just Mm -hmm. engaging with the natural environment. And since now we're living in COVID times, 2020, but I think it's so important that we do find time outside to just move our bodies and 
just enjoy living in the present. And like you said earlier, like practicing gratitude. And one of the reasons why we need to protect the natural environment as well. Exactly. And I'm so glad you brought up movement because physical health is also very connected to mental health and taking time in your natural environment is an amazing opportunity to move your body when you're stuck inside all day, maybe on your phone, doing work, studying, you don't really, you're not connected with the environment that you come from. And so, you know, movement, whether it's intuitive, like freestyle dancing to music, you just blast (laughs) your favorite song and dance to it. Or if it's organized, like yoga and team sports, you can also do outside, it gets your body out of its anxiety and into a state of serenity. And how it does that is anxiety happens when your mind perceives a threat. It doesn't matter whether that threat is real, or if you're imagining it, it happens when you perceive a threat and trying to think it away usually only aggravates the situation help at all when you just tell yourself don't worry calm down but when you respond with physical movement your mind kind of tricked into believing that you've walked away from the threat and so it doesn't need to be anxious anymore that's the thing that's the thing because your your body doesn't produce anxiety to torture you right your body does everything it does for a purpose and anxiety is here to help you survive in dangerous situations so when you walk away from the threat that it's created inside itself you return to a state of calm and you're able to come out of that that's so beautiful I think that's also really common because sometimes when you're just like mad angry you're just like frustrated and have all these difficult emotions just taking a break in general whether it's just stepping away from it like you said whether it's physically emotionally just like you know coming going away from the situation I think you can get a lot of clarity even if it we mentioned earlier taking a walk outside I think a popular tip is just like you know taking a nap or something just to get your mind off things can be super helpful in just reducing stress inside of us our mental health has definitely been impacted by the whole COVID-19 pandemic right and I think that it's just so important that we do have more self-care activities, de-stress, detox, and just, you know, be in the present. I think that's something that's super important. So sure. on the subject yes. of caring for the environment, do you have any insights on sort of like any activities that you guys, you, uh, our listeners can do outside? Um, Yeah, for sure. So caring for the environment can be really big or really small. It can be helping out at a farm or gardening at home, shoreline cleanups, Um, whether you're doing it on a really big scale or just in your neighborhood, caring for the environment provides an incentive for you to nurture yourself in the same way. And when you grow and nurture the world around you, let's say you're growing a plant at home and you see it grow and you're happy to see it grow, you begin to see yourself in the same light you deserve growth you deserve nurturance it can help you to become more aware of your own needs and fulfill them better so absolutely caring for the environment can be beneficial I love that and I'm pretty sure all our loyal listeners will know that we are huge fans of shoreline cleanups Mm -hmm. so I'm very happy that you brought that up but also I think that you're taking care of someone else you're giving back to the community or lending a helping hand not just the action of that itself is super important not because you're able to give back and live in a state of generosity and helping others and just I think there's a common theme running through living in the present and practicing gratitude so definitely some of these activities kind of hit all the different areas of life basically for sure yeah and living in the present is an amazing topic to start talking about dealing with anger and unhealthy anger can definitely be helped by interacting with nature too because just like 
anxiety, anger is there to protect you. It's a defensive emotion, which means it cares a lot more about fighting than feeling in the moment. And so when you're walking on a beach or in a park or you're caring for nature, you're doing something that is nurturing for both your mental health and the environment around you, you're not threatened. There's nothing to guard against. There's nothing to really protect. And so you fall naturally into state of observing and appreciating rather than defending against your surroundings. You ask why and, you know, why is this happening? Why am I feeling this way more than who is to blame or what is to blame? And then you start to become more present. So for sure, being present in the moment and being out in nature and helping the environment are very very interconnected here at the time we're recording it is autumn outside and just seeing all the leaves change and the skies getting darker faster and overall the weather getting colder I think that is a reminder that not that everything um is temporary and that the pain that we might be feeling inside is temporary as well and really helpful knowing just seeing the signs externally like whether it's from nature because it's an unbiased sort of thing it could just help you just appreciate everything you you have right now and continue to move forward for sure yeah nature can help you to become grateful of what you have as well as understand cycles and endings like you said leaves need to fall in winter in order for new fruit to form right i love that subject of yeah Definitely. So nature is transformative. I mean, look at natural disasters, they can change an entire ecosystem in a matter of minutes or hours. And so nature is transformative, our lives are transformative. Oftentimes, we're taught to believe that friendships and money and some other things are for life, and they're permanent, and they never go anywhere. And so when endings happen, we find it really hard to get back into the swing of things. We find it really hard to develop resiliency. But the truth is, things are not meant to last forever. And this is really exemplified in the natural world. You see leaves falling, you see night coming sooner, you see, you know, the sun setting earlier. And these things might, for example, you know, now you have less time to go outside you need to do your errands earlier for example but then you start to adapt changes and then you ask yourself if I can adapt to this change why should I not be able to adapt to another one and then you start to examine your own ability for resiliency and accept cycles I love the whole concept of resiliency I think that's just like something that's so common like in my personal life right now too Mm -hmm. but resiliency is a muscle it is something that you know we need to continue to practice but I think that's also really interesting too like not just like mentally that you should practice resiliency like overcoming struggles and challenges and growing and becoming a better person but also like in nature resiliency can occur um, for example in the coral reefs I know when they are testing lab-grown corals to help them better adapt to heat and become more resilient to heat. I think that, you know, repetitive exposure to heat and corals that causes bleachings. But when you're exposed to that same kind of like quote unquote threat time and time time again, you become a lot more stronger. Hence, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So exactly. I think that just in general, we see a lot of these life lessons that we learn as humans play out in nature. That's why it's so important for us to really study the natural environment and see what it's doing on its own naturally and how we can incorporate those lessons in our daily lives. For sure. And I love how you talked about nature as being a teacher rather than just something that's there because nature is a teacher, but it doesn't speak. 
um, and the techniques and perspectives that it puts in you, it does that without you even realizing it first. And then you find those lessons showing up in areas of your life when you need it most. Sometimes, you know, I have a really hard day or I find it hard to bounce back and I'm, you know, walking on a path close to my school and I see leaves falling and I say to myself, well, the leaves are falling now, the branches are going to be bare, but come spring, there's going to be leaves and fruit again. So I, you know, just like it happens in nature it can happen to me as well, as within, so without and vice versa, right? So um, nothing is forever, and that includes pain. Um, when you're going through something and you spend some time in nature, you spend some time caring for the environment around you, you're simultaneously reminding yourself that better times will come again. And when you're going through hard times, it's it's really hard. It's really, sometimes you feel stuck in it, but it's not the end of the world. Yes, definitely. It's kind of like appreciating the beauty in the imperfections. In our world, we are so caught up with trying to make things perfect mm -hmm. or trying to have something a certain way. And when it doesn't achieve our standards or goals, we're so broken down by it. And mm -hmm. we love control as humans and- yeah you know, time and time again, our environment teaches us that we are not the controllers of the world, right? Nature has their own agenda, and we have our own plans. And I think that it's very important for us to just listen and be in tune with our surroundings, whatever is in your environment, where you spend the most time in is going to reflect how you feel emotionally. Ooh, that's an amazing point. And I think you understand perfectly that your mind aligns with your environment. So when there's a lot of chaos in your environment, you know, Nobody can really work when you're in a cluttered or distracting space. Your mind is so filled with these distractions, you find it hard to focus and establish a sense of direction. So in the same way, uh, when you're surrounded by nature, whether that's mountains or grass or an ocean, your cognitive and emotional centers adapt to that as well. They align to your environment, they become clearer and calmer. So you know, that's a reason why some of us like to study outside, um, the fresh air, feeling what's around you, these positive sensory triggers help you to develop a state of calm um, in the same way that it's really hard to work in a cluttered space. Yeah, I think that's something I really do realize this year is mm -hmm. how your environment really does affect you. And yeah. I know for me personally, I love, I do a lot of my work in my room, especially mm -hmm. COVID now. I can't really go yeah. outside, <laughs> you know, and also like the cold weather. I can't, you know, I'm going to be like freezing, but um, definitely when I let just like stuff just pile up there's junk everywhere I definitely feel that on you me feel like, yeah <laughs> yeah and you know when you do like a deep clean you like purge all the cupboards and you vacuum you go all in you go ham you're blasting music in the background I think that is also so therapeutic as well because you're physically going into that space and getting rid of that either if it's like metaphorically like mental clutter or just like in general, just like cleaning space, but also like after that, you feel so re rewarded when you see your accomplishments and you realize that you do have control over your mental state and that um, you are what you love, like Taylor says. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Yeah, for sure. And when you align, you know, your mind will naturally align with whatever is around you. So when you, whether it's 
inside your home, you place a plant on your desk, um, or you let some sunlight in, even if it is too cold to go outside, you have little ways that you can use of bringing nature into your home, as long as you give it a safe space, you know, don't forget to water your plants. I know I'm guilty of that. Um, <laughs> but as long as you take care of your environment, especially um, the aspects of it that come straight from the earth, you'll notice that you feel better as well. And then going back to um, the topic of the more you take care of nature, the better you learn to take care of yourself. You can find that effect in this situation as well. That is so beautiful. How you treat others, whether it's a plant or if it's people or things in general, Mm -hmm. but how you treat the external stuff is how you're teaching others how they should treat you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's just so important that not only we need to take care of in- ourselves, like internally, our mental health, obviously COVID has impacted us so much. And it's also uh, Movember as well, which I think that it- this is perfect timing too, because mental health doesn't discriminate and it doesn't matter what gender you are or um, your background. I think that everybody, no matter what, should participate in activities like these like self-care and just taking care of yourself and the world around you absolutely yeah it's important to conserve our environment not only because it's innately sacred in itself and it provides so much for us but because it's interconnected with our psychological well-being and so both the act and the result of helping with climate conservation even in tiny little ways um, can help us achieve healthier and happier minds and you'll realize again when you do something good for the earth you learn to be better to yourself. So it's just a positive cycle that once you start it, it just keeps on going and its effects can be really enormous over time. Something I've been working on too at my school garden, we're starting butterfly garden. And I went with my teacher and we were walking around trying to look for plants to fill up our garden, obviously. (laughs) And when we showed up, it was around this time of year. Um, And obviously it's autumn, so everything is dying, but I think there's just something so beautiful in autumn being the season of death, but it doesn't have to mean, you know, death in a, you know, sad, sorrow way, but it's also new beginnings as well. That really did teach everybody who was there with me a lesson that, um, you know, timing is everything, but also learning to let go of what you don't have right now and just trying to appreciate what you have and just plan in the future. But also just like, it was just surreal, just like walking through the fields of just like dead plants. But, you know, it it was truly an experience. (laughs) No, it's true for sure. And having to accept that you really can't have everything. I mean, how boring would the world be if it was summer? all the time and no other seasons you just have this one season yeah everything's alive everything's sunny but there's no dimension to it it's not Mm -hmm. a multifaceted multi-step system it's just there Um, and eventually that loses its beauty even if it initially seems more positive right and so same concept with appreciating imperfection in ourselves Nature isn't perfect. It isn't always summer. Trees aren't perfectly symmetrical. The ocean isn't perfectly blue, but you find them beautiful anyway, right? You're not going to go scream at the ocean. Why are you not blue? And it's not going to turn blue. But somehow we seem to, you know, expect ourselves to change instantly. You know, we look at ourselves, you say, oh, I'm too big or I'm too whatever, and expect yourself to be able to change that right away, um, rather than even considering the option of 
maybe I am good enough the way I am. And Mm -hmm. with time and effort and self-knowledge, I can come to accept what could be considered an imperfection as well. So when you find the imperfections in nature beautiful, it reflects in yourself, you start to question the negative aspects of your self-talk and replace them with acceptance and replace them with respect and the same respect that you learn to have for nature. I love that. And it's funny when you were talking about imperfections as well, because the first thing that came to my mind was thinking about food waste and how um, if fruits aren't perfectly um, the way that we are trained to like think that this is how it is, like perfectly shaped carrots or something, right? Um, And it's just like how we just throw it out. But then if you actually look at the carrots, like they're still a carrot. They're still worthy as they are. They aren't different because it doesn't fit what we want, like on our standards. And I think that's just so important that it ties back to everything, how nature loves teaching us lessons that we just need to open up our eyes and learn. Absolutely. And again, I mean, I'm going to use the the idea of the crooked carrot, because that was pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. So when you look at a carrot that's a little bit crooked, it's not perfectly straight. It's not the ideal carrot shape or color. You say, oh, it's rotten. I'm going to throw it away, even though it might not be. Mm-hmm. Um, but it survived all of nature's ordeals. It's not easy to survive out there. Mm-hmm. There's changes in climate and there's changes sometimes even in oxygen levels and extreme temperature changes and if the carrot made it the whole way then it must have something good to it it must be somewhat healthy right and when you look at yourself the same way you start to see your your mental health improves when you begin to see your own worth Mm. and seeing outside what you don't like you made it to today you might not like every part of you. You might not feel good about every part of you. You, know, you might not feel comfortable with all your feelings or traits, but you survived a pretty harsh world. And so there must be some amazing qualities to you that you haven't seen yet. Just look a little deeper. I love that. That is so inspiring. I'm sure all our listeners are just so blown away by your expertise right now. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, in practice, it's much harder. I'm saying all these words, resiliency, acceptance, but it takes years and years to develop. So definitely give yourself space as well, right? Um, Take it one step at a time. You can't make a flower bloom in one day, right? Yes. Oh, I love that. And on the same... I have another uh, saying as well that involves flowers, but I think that mm-hmm. sometimes the comparison game can also really, really affect us too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, when you go in nature, you don't compare two trees that you see. I mean, they're both trees and you know that it's going to be different. But it's funny how we accept these things externally, but we just need to apply it within. It's like flowers are beautiful, but also Christmas lights are also beautiful, but they're both different things. Mm-hmm. And you can't hold both of them at the same level of standards because they're different just embracing everybody's different traits different quirks and you know even if it's like same skills right it's that's how communities are formed it's important to start seeing ourselves the same way and I know I've said this probably 50 times (laughs) see yourself the same way but it's true because we are nature we come from nature we've boxed ourselves in to this inside outside mentality but really everywhere is outside Mm -hmm. you're never free of nature it's inside of you and so It's only natural that when you start appreciating your environment, your self-appreciation increases. Mm -hmm. Nature depends on its creatures to keep it healthy. And so when you're making a climate conscious decision um, or you're making a decision to keep someone else safe, like wearing your mask, or you're making a decision to use a reusable water bottle or speak out against uh, mass consumerism, 
you are giving back to the environment. I love that. Everything you're saying is so valid and just so true. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just in shock because I knew you were brilliant. And I know you are just so incredibly talented. And this is just like blowing away. I hope our listeners are having as much fun as I am right now. Thank you. And I mean, same to you, right? Thank you for the opportunity to be on here. And thank you for bringing up so many good points. I mean, (laughs) you really are insightful. And I can tell you know a lot about the environment as well as mental health. Great advocate for a lot of different causes. But your work here at UTC has been phenomenal so thank you thank you it just warms my heart seeing how far you've come because obviously um for all of the listeners we are friends in real life and yeah i'm so happy that Jeannie's incredible guys she's keep listening to the podcast it's amazing um yeah (laughs) thank you guys i did not tell her to say that but you can tell it was genuine (laughs) hate advertisement i genuinely love this yeah no it's been incredible getting to share uh, my experience and talking with you about this yeah thank you yeah and you know that is the perfect segment near the end of our recording today but is there anything that you want to talk about or any final messages anything you want to just leave with listeners (laughs) I guess I just want to say everyone has their own way of connecting with nature you go on Instagram and you see these you know these perfect pictures of people um in sunflower fields I don't know it doesn't have to be like that it can be you know let's say every morning you go outside for five minutes and breathe in and out and say two things that you love about your life it can be a five minute activity it doesn't have to be filled with glamour and picture perfect image it doesn't have to be like that and at the end of the day it's about how you connect and how you feel best and you should always prioritize yourself because you're the only person who's going to be with you for your whole life that is so beautiful thank you and everything that julia said hit all like the points i was going to say too but (laughs) so brilliant yeah like we read each other's minds kind of telepathic I don't know (laughs) yeah this is amazing but thank you so much for coming on the podcast today um how can our listeners uh sort of connect with you or just like find you if you want to stay connected uh yeah for sure I am on Instagram you can put my handle on the advertisement if you'd like um and anybody who has a question or something to say can message me there thank you and thank thank you everybody for listening today i hope you guys learned something new and have a nice day and we hope to hear you guys for our next episode bye thank you guys so much have a great day stay safe out there